Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful unto you. We thank you so much because your word is true, your word is anointed, and your word will bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Ezekiel 1, 11. Ezekiel 1, 11. It's a very powerful scripture. That's where their faces and their wings stretched upward. Two wings of everyone joined one to another and two covered their bodies. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful already? Okay. So can we please sit down? We are talking about stretch, part three. Let's read from verse number nine. So here, uh, Prophet Ezekiel is receiving instruction and a revelation. And he says about the cherubim in the presence of the Lord. He said, their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went everyone straight forward. Then, as for the likeness of their faces, they four had the face of a man and uh, the face of a lion. On the right side and therefore had the face of an ox and the left side therefore also had the face of an eagle then it talks about thus where their faces and their wings stretched upward two wings of everyone joined one to another and two covered their bodies is it powerful so here we are talking about stretch, and we say that any time we talk about stretch, when you are stretching, you will feel that you are sacrificing. Especially, you will feel that some things that are externalities are impacting on your shock absorbers. So, you will feel the sacrifice aspect of stretching. And that means you are going the extra mile. You are leaving your comfort zone. And we said also that anytime you are stretching, you will feel like you are being beaten or you are being punished. And that is why so many people fight against people who try to make them better and situations that try to make them better to bring out the best out of them. Many people fight it. Why? Because they feel like they are being beaten or they are being punished. If you see how people rebel when it comes to teamwork, where you have a good leader like L.P. Flora, she will try to stretch you with rehearsals and how she wants you to sound. You are sounding too some way, and she would like you to sound in a particular way from the outset, some people um, resist it. Yes, you know some. Some people say, no, that is not my voice range. Our voice ranges are different. I, it's not me. The mentor you have given me, it's not me. I can't, it cannot be, it won't work. Then you change somebody from an auto singer to be singing tenor the person said no it, it has it must not be so but you have to be stretched and feel beaten and punished and uh, sometimes feel very much unhappy and annoyed to become something else praise the lord how many of you love akosia when she's leading praises. You love her? Okay. I'll tell you a little history. 
when she came singing, she's always been an anointed singer, but she liked to sing songs like we are in a funeral. Like a dej. Do you know a dej? You know a dej? Yeah. The one they play the flute when somebody dies. And it has to go in a particular tempo. Like we are lowering the casket in the grave. Okay, so she liked to sing those songs. So L.P. Flora says, in fact, I banned her from singing those songs. All those dawn, slow songs you people call worship songs. Like you are doing some morning devotion with a taxi driver. <laughs> so I banned her straight. You can't sing such songs here. And she wouldn't also sing English contemporary songs. It's like she's a champion of the local realm. So we said, no, your, we have to put some injectors into your brain so that you'll be singing fast paced songs. So when they said, because you are going to lead praise, he said, for where? Bitch, you are very funny. <laughs> Say you are funny. That me to lead praise. He said, it's like you are changing a man into a woman. <laughs> have you seen it before? He says, Celine Dion singing reggae. It cannot happen. It will never happen. Forget it. I'm not even getting closer to where they sing. Say you, and the way she would say you are funny. You know that it's out of range. Don't even, in fact, we are not doing the thing in the first place. But this church will stretch you. This MD says for where? What I want is what you will do. I'm the manager, and you have been given to me to make you better. And today, by the grace of God, she's one of the hottest praise leaders. Powerful. With an attitude. Yes. One pastor who is a very, very good music pastor in a very big church in the city said, can you hire me this lady in your church? I said, we are not, even Tottenham Hospice have stopped selling players. We are not a selling club. We retain our players. Have you heard that anything but my you player by force before? Except we don't want. So she was feeling like being beaten. So I'm sure that for a long time, um, she wouldn't feel good about the manager at all. But she wouldn't be able to say it. So that kind of stretching makes you become sour. But today, by the grace of God, she's a blessing to her generation. Is that not a blessing altogether? Now, when you are being stretched, it doesn't feel nice. And what makes stretching work is the third definition I gave you, your readiness to obey. Praise the Lord. Readiness to act in obedience. So even though she didn't want to sing the way she was being asked to sing, she met a culture in this house that said, you have to be loyal and obedient to your shepherd. And disloyalty to your shepherd or your manager is disloyalty to God and disloyalty to leadership. Some people have a problem with loyalty, but I am about to even teach loyalty better. This one we have not started. So, but for that Wherever she has been, because I saw her singing when she was in the university. And I saw her singing somewhere else. This is the first time she has been stretched to do something that she doesn't feel is in the line of her potential. But this is what 
And I don't remember these days when maybe she's thinking about songs to sing, she goes back to her Old Testament. She's, in fact, these days, Grandpa, I've seen that she's trying to change her pitch levels. Hey! Just a way, remember not the former things. Behold, I do a new thing. Readiness to act in obedience is the key to becoming great because if you want to do things your own way, in your own time, at your own pace, you will be your old self and you can never enter into the realm of glory. Praise the Lord. So the scripture we have read, it shows us about the different faces that a believer must have when you are in the presence of God. And I love the verse 10. The first face you must have is the face of a man. He said the four had the face of a man. Then they had the face of a lion. Then they had the face of an ox. An ox is a wild animal. And then they had the face of an eagle. Four faces at least that every Christian must have. You must have your human face. You must have your lion face. You must have the face of an ox. And then you must have the face of an eagle. Your ability to fly. You see that all these creatures are creatures that do better when they are put under pressure. Are you following now? They do better when they come under pressure. Question is, do you crack when you are put under pressure? When you come face to face with fire, do you crack or you stretch? I'm feeling it. So the next verse talks about these angels who are in the presence of God and they are doing something. I told you that stretching is in the realm of angels. So he said these angels, they, they had many wings. Okay? Many wings. And the Bible made mention of four of them they were using in the presence of God. He said they used two to just, they stretch two wings upward like this. Okay? Upward like that to touch each other and they were facing each other face on. And then they used two to cover their bodies. So here, what I want to put out to you is that when it comes to stretching, there is personal stretching and there is corporate stretching. So you see a situation where an angel will stretch or God will stretch, an individual will stretch when it comes to the assignment and all of that at an individual level, micro level. Then you see at the community level, the meso level, where you are dealing with other people in a community and the angels stretch their wings together. So this morning... We are going to take a little time to talk about individual stretching and corporate stretching. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? Individual stretching and corporate stretching. So you and I must have a mind to stretch as individuals. And as a church, we must have a culture to stretch as a body or as an organization. That is why it would have been disappointing to come here this morning to find no one because it rained. And you will find out that corporate stretching is built on individual stretching. That the corporation is as a result of many units coming together and stretching Together, when they stretch together, they sink and it becomes a beautiful, harmonious, um, choreographed kind of thing. That's become, it becomes nice. Have you seen dancers dancing together before? Yeah, they dance so together that you sometimes find it difficult to fixate your eyes on one. Because the choreography is perfect. Are you here now? Yeah, nice. 
So it is always beautiful when individuals stretch at a particular level of quality playing together with other team members. So when you see that some people are putting in more sacrifice than other people, the song will be bent at some point in time. Yes. And even though the preaching will be powerful, the ushering will be some way. I don't know if, have you worked with some people where some people have their heart in the matter and other people do not have their heart in the matter before? It can, it can take away your energy. So corporate stretching is built on personal stretching. When individuals go the extra mile, when we come together collectively, we do the extra mile. Praise the Lord. But when you see people who are unwilling to stretch within systems, organizations, churches. So we are trying to build a culture that we come to church 30 minutes before time. That's a corporate culture. And that culture is built, the success of that culture is built on the success of individuals taking responsibility to ensure that they come here 30 minutes before time. Why? Because we are all coming from different households, and so we don't live in one car, and then we're coming from different locations with different distances to the church. And so your readiness to obey and to act in accordance to the culture that we are trying to propagate in the house will make all of us meet at a certain time that can help us to do a setup before the service. Eish. And then when someone comes, say, wow, the church, they, they are orderly. The church, they, I like them. When they are doing this, it's nice. When they are doing a bad, when some people within us decide that as for them, whatever they want is what they will do because they are adults. You will see that sometimes when someone is busily listening to the word of God, some late comer will come and distract the person. Yes, that's why the church I grew up from, Assemblies of God, that's why when it was praise and worship time, they used to put one rod, they would just block the door. Catholic is the same. Block the door. Don't come and disturb anybody singing their hymns and focusing on God. If you are late, stay in the outer court. Eish. Yes. I remember going to church as a young man. I'll be running because I don't want to miss praise and worship. That's what starts the service. Is it powerful? So, to build a corporate Stretch successfully, you and I must be willing, like the angels, to stretch our individual wings to touch one another. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Corporately, as a church, we have a mission. Can you try searching for the mission and the vision of the church for me? So you see that the pastor alone cannot build a ministry. The husband alone cannot build a home. The wife alone cannot build a home. Praise the Lord. The mission of the church is to bring healing. And the healing we are bringing, it is not an individual's job. It's a corporate job. But when we say we are bringing healing, all of us don't give healing to one particular person at the same time. We do it at different times, but we represent the kingdom of God. Hello. We're bringing healing. We're bringing transformation and meaning. Meaning to the lives of people in different societies using the tool of the good news of Jesus Christ. If you are in this church and you are not interested in bringing healing to the broken heart, Transformation to the person who is wayward and meaning to somebody who is on their way to hell. Feeling like having a car is what gives them meaning. Having a house, 
having a boyfriend, having someone who spends on them, is what gives them meaning to life. You are not hitting the mission God has given us. The mission is to give people eternal meaning to life. And it has a scripture. What do you gain as a man when you have the whole world and you lose your soul? That is to say that the real meaning to life is not because you finish school, even though school is important. Or you got a good job, even though a good job is important. You got married, you had children and all of that. In the end, the real meaning to life is what has the power to determine where your eternal dwelling shall be. Whether you be in hell or you be in heaven. And so of all the things you seek to gain in this life... Make sure that you gain heaven and not hell. And that is the real meaning. And you find out that when people put their meaning to life or tied to human acquisition or, you know, somebody, some people, a, a boyfriend breaks their heart. They say that that is somebody who has tied their meaning to life. They are satisfaction in life, existence in life, to something that is temporal and perishable. So when that thing is removed, they feel like committing suicide. I don't know if I'm saying something here. So when we go there and preach the gospel, we teach people that Christ is what satisfies. Christ in you is the hope of glory. You are complete in Christ, not in the boyfriend. You are complete in Christ, not even in, your, in the fact that I've got children. Because people have had children and lost them either physically before or intrinsically. You can have children with you and they are tramadol. May it never happen to you in Jesus' name. So you see that the human beings are there but the value in them is gone. Because they are on drugs. Some people have children who are addicted to things and they wish they didn't even have children. So having children or not having children, some people too don't have children and they are so depressed, they feel like killing themselves. You came to give birth, that's why you came here. Hey. So since I don't have a child, you are not able to relate with people, you don't treat people well, you don't treat yourself well, then you miss your purpose. But when you die, then we need somebody to say, Dah! before the judgment sitting, you will see that nobody was sent here on earth to come and give birth. That is not the main purpose we came here. I'm preaching, Paul. Yeah, some people cannot function well because. They are not married. And they feel like not being married. Society puts pressure on them to feel like they are useless. It's not everybody who is not married, that is useless. So. And it, in fact, the truth of the matter is that not everybody will marry. Hey. Yeah. Do you know there are some people who are born who don't even have a womb in the first place? Yes, a very weird Kind of something. So those people, God brought them here without. So what do you think? Why? Why do you think God brought them here? If you are born without an eye to see, then He said that since I can't see, you no, know, I'm not a human being enough. So seeing is the reason why God. Brought, are you a tourist on it? Like you came to see. There must be an eternal reason why you came. And you stretch based on that eternal purpose. Eish. Praise the Lord. Yes. You have to discover your purpose. And you discover it bit by bit. Pastor sent you do this. Your job will ask you to do something. And then gradually you will discover your purpose. Running errands will make you discover your eternal purpose. Somebody say errands. For God will make you discover your eternal purpose. It's very clear in the Bible. Nice, pa. So you see that the corporate ability, our ability to stretch corporately, suffers 
when individuals refuse to stretch based on their purpose and assignment. And the vision we have in this church is to embark on church growth. Can I see the vision? I'm just showing you corporately. We are not here to jump and dance. That, that's not the primary reason we are here. We are to fuel church growth because Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the good news and teach the world about me and the ones who receive me, baptize them. Praise the Lord. Do what? Baptize them. Make disciples for me. Teaching the nations. So, the church must be everywhere. The kingdom of God must be everywhere. And we are fueling church growth through the innovative harvesting of souls. That's why you see that we try to be very much trendy and contemporary to the movement of our time. Because every generation and how they respond to the message you are preaching to them. Are you following now? That's an innovative way. So you cannot do church like an Old Testament church. You have to do church in a creative, innovative way that will attract the people you have been sent to save. Yeah. People want to come to church and have a particular feel. I have seen people talk about the fact that the altar is too holy for a comedian to stand on the altar. Let me tell you, your mind is Old Testament. Because when Christ died, the curtain that used to separate people as priests, clergy and laity, and clean and unclean was torn. When it was torn, there was no more room. Everywhere became the presence of God. That's why Jesus said that neither will one worship on the mountain, but they that must worship me must worship me in spirit and in what? Into, and the Lord said, Come boldly. There's no altar. Everywhere is an altar because, in the first place, the Holy Spirit is living in you, so you are the walking altar. So, when he said that a comedian, somebody like Apororo is a comedian. And he said that a comedian doesn't have the locals to stand on an altar a pastor stands on. Question is, why? The pastor does he eat the food of angels. And it is, it's your mind that tells you that Somebody like Aporo is a comedian and therefore is possibly uncut or unqualified to stand on the altar. But if God were to help you and open your mind, you will find out that that Aporo, even though he's doing comedy, is also the music director of his church. But the bank manager there can stand on the altar. The politician can stand on the altar. After going to the shrine, he can come and stand on the altar. So when someone is a Christian comedian, he cannot entertain us to laugh the same way that people pay money to go to culture center. To laugh. Yes, night of laughter. They pack them more than any church packs that place. That's Christians will go and laugh, but we can't laugh in church. If I have a comedian and during all night people want to sleep around that kind three o'clock, I'll bring him up. Oh boy, come and wake them up. Let me do this thing. Oh, stop. You need to stretch because you see, things keep changing and you have to change your mind. That's why people who are talent in church have ended up with the devil in the world because even the church is not even ready to accept them. Before, rap music could not be in church. If you are rapping, you are a child of the devil. A, a, a particular music genre was associated to the world. Reggae, rap, rock. Hey! 
And the music is not music based on its general. Music is music. I mean, it's differentiated based on the source and the lyrics. Who you are singing to? So what, if you are singing to the devil, we know where it is. If somebody, so most people who are in Jamaica who are used to reggae because they were born into reggae. When they sing to the Lord, how would they sing? Are they going to sing like Hanamafu? <laughs> Don't you see that certain music genres are tied to certain locations? So people come to church and sometimes they even have, an, have a problem with what is happening in the church. But I'm taking my time this morning. We need to stretch. People are saying poems, reciting poems, and they are paying them. Hey! One guy who is looking for a job, and uh, they say you, they, they don't have a space and all of that, but what does he have? And they say, oh, the guy there is very good, though. Artistically, he's very good. They say, what? The job is a talking job. He said, no, the guy is a very good poet. They say there's no space. So they have seen the CV. Assuming they are looking for journalists. And they realize that, look, you have not done any form of journalism, DJing, and all of that. But he said, I can talk. I have something that when I sit on your destiny, it will come out. So the guy went for his videos of poetry and went and gave them. But all these poems, he has been saying them in church. Yes, like if you take someone like Alewa, the way we just say the poem, you know, the thing will enter you the same way I preach and it enters you. So imagine him saying the poem on CNN. When corporately we are stretching and you don't understand the culture, the structure is trying to imbibe, you might resist it. Because when people get straight from their traditional, conservative comfort zone, they, they have, they, sometimes they confront it, sometimes they resist it, they don't want it. Are you following here at all? If we start introducing other people to sing, people will be angry because they didn't see Flora, they didn't see Nady, they didn't see Akosia, they didn't see Roxy, they didn't see Tanzi, they didn't see the person they are used to seeing. Hey. Oh, we are singing music and songs and they are not the ones you are normally used to. You see that some people, no, 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 no. Do you, do they pay royalties to you? For singing Ghana songs? Do you collect royalties? I want to know now. Maybe you collect royalties. Like if we sing, when we sing, Facebook pays you or YouTube pays you. The people they pay and put, they have not spoken. You are fighting and there is no value to the fight you are, you are fighting. Hey, I'm preaching, Papa. It's a nice day. Corporately, we will stretch. We will go out there, fuel church go. That's why you see us spending money to open branches. Some people might be in a finance team of a church. They are interested in the figures in the bank. But Christ is interested in the figures bringing human beings to his kingdom. Me as a pastor, when I see that we have some amount of money, I think branch. What do I think? I can't hear you. What do I think? Some of you might think a very nice big screen, which we will buy if our space allows us. But that, you see, if we say we are buying a big screen here, that big screen can build a nice branch at our level right now. Do you understand? So I'll be thinking about, just watch, oh, fueling church growth. That is, you and I, we are actively deliberately, intentionally pushing that agenda. As we are here preaching, some people don't have any idea about the gospel of Jesus. They know about Coca-Cola. They, they, if you say, 
Jesus Christ. They will think maybe some food or something like that because they have never heard about Jesus Christ before. Somewhere in the Amazon. Somewhere in Africa. Somewhere. Among some indigenous people in some Kwanabi where they are cut off from whatever. You say Jesus, they think you are bringing them water. And you and I, we are here. We are living overhead. Hey. So, when it's time to do this, I'm not going to let you go to Bible school. Your Bible school is sitting here right now. What's your Bible school? <clears throat> and when I send you, there's a, the readiness to act in obedience. If you like, no, don't go. You'll be like Jonah. And God will be looking for a fish to swallow you. Oh, it will swallow your business. It will swallow your head. It will swallow your neck. It will, when you are inside the belly of the fish, you know, that's when you will now be negotiating and begging with God. God, you see that? I was stupid before. I didn't want to go, but now, no, I'm ready to go. Now that the fish now will go and vomit you. I'm not even allowing you to go. I mean, I'm putting you in that Nineveh. People will lie to you. How long must you be born again to... Shepherd people. That very day you became born again. Is the day you started shepherding. Yes. As you get born again, I make sure that somebody else is born again. Make sure that another person too is born again. And make sure that another... As you get born again, I tell your story to another person. I don't know if I'm saying something here. Tell your story. Yeah. It is only in ministry that you are permitted to make mistakes, learn on the job, make mistakes, learn on the job, and nobody can do jack. Yes. Because when it comes to ministry, you will never finish learning about ministry. At all. Jesus said that there are many things to tell you, but you do not have the capacity to understand or receive now and to make up. That your gigabyte to receive what I have to tell you, no, is too small. So I'm going. When I'm there, I will be dropping it small, small. So you think I know? When the light gets greater, you know, Bible said there was a lesser light and a greater light. So when the light becomes greater, you see that some of the things we are doing now, we we'll do it at a higher level and a deeper level. That is why some people get a problem that, oh, when the church started, the pastor was like this, the pastor was the first two years. The truth of the matter is that the food that you give to a one-year child, you don't give that same food when the child is three years, when the child is five years. So you see that the message is being upgraded, it's going higher and higher. And some people, when we are stretching and going higher, they start cracking. Because I said, I said, And imagine if I preach the same thing to you every week. What will happen here? Hey! No growth. You'll be so malnourished that you have spiritual kwashiako. But you don't understand. If you like to, I will let you prepare one sermon and come and preach here. Just one. Just one. Or preach twice one Sunday like that. That Oh, you are preaching first service. You are preaching second service. When you finish, we will count your... Um, 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 just 15 minutes. It's like mommy. The first time they asked mommy to preach in a Victory Bible Church, her church, because she was supposed to preach. It was a women's conference that she was supposed to preach. She preached by 15 minutes. The message, her message was finished. And the woman of God, our bishop's wife, said, Oh, what's the answer? Master, I'm going to ask to marry you. worship. Tell somebody you need to adopt a corporate mindset. 
as we stretch together. Praise the Lord. We are fueling church growth through innovative what? Harvesting of souls. So you will see that we wear jeans on the stage. People have a problem with it. But we will keep wearing it and wearing it decently. We will dance and some of the dance will dance here. You will see the same dance in the nightclub. But that is the dance invoked. And we will dance to a gospel tune. And use it for choreography. And I like it. You better start liking it too. Yes. Recently we were going for an evangelism. And really the tool we were going to use to evangelize was that we are setting a big stage by the roadside. We call it roadside evangelism. And we are going to do a dancing competition. Winimasa, bra. If you know how to dance, do what? Come. So, and you minister, then our people will be dancing, stars dancing, you know, the, the people in the community too, who think they also know how to crack and dance, you know. You come and show your style as you dance with us, you know. That's how we bring you to church. You think we are going to be winning souls by your formula? No. Some of the people, they will not stay with Christ if there is no activity that makes them feel like they are also doing something for the Lord. Yes. And in church, when we wear black, it's not funeral. So all of you that have a traditional mind that, oh, it is maybe our anniversary, we have to wear white. No. No. We want the black Very nice color. Ah, nice power. The cloth you wore does not stop the spirit from coming. Neither does it bring the spirit. Stop all this tradition. This anniversary. If somebody was doing wedding and I wore black. Black shirt. Black shirt it would be like. Well, we shall tarry and suffer on a share and Panon say our real and what person was sano or the Monsieur Cawarian. Where spiritual man and so or the fear Cawarian. Tell somebody, change your mind, change your mind. Somebody will say, okay, okay. Church too, why do you have light like disco, blah, blah, everywhere like that, disco like that. Can't we use the money to do something better? When you go, look at the pictures. Yes. There's something called ambience. Couldn't we use it for something better? What is your definition of something better? What is your definition of something better? This generation is a generation of lights. They stay in a place, there are no lights, they get bored. They come there, one, two, three, oh yeah. Why do you think that the secular people, when they are doing big events, one of their highest budget goes into lighting and sound. Why do you think so? And the people can stay there till till. This generation is a generation of light and sound though. Light and what? Don't you see that? Before, you need to go and hire somebody who is a media, media person in a videography and blah, blah. This time, no. Eh? People can do their online streaming they are Facebooking. They have, they have set up in their own room, in their cars. They are streaming live. They have all kinds of gadgets. You see old people streaming. Young people streaming. Different setup. People are doing their own television in their own house. Radio in their own corner. Get to be one room get to be your channel. Why your corner be? 
You would think he's, he's, in, a, he's in a palace. Nice spa. That you want to bring those people and come and see them where the place is boring. The church is too boring. It's boring. It's boring. These days, you know, when your church is in a classroom, it doesn't attract certain people. I hope you know that. The government, one of the things he has kept saying under this lockdown is that and all classrooms that are used for religious activities should be closed to religious activities because it's part of the protocol to control the virus. Now what's your classroom? Since you be asking, I want to be in class, sorry, because you are in the classroom. Now what was it? In Kiskani, you to me find your baby papa. You find your baby papa. No, and nothing in the Omo omo te classroom omo kwa sorry omo ye nipa o. But me besides o boss na wo wajuma mo no. Ube to me inviting na kwa classroom sorry na na. You have to see that some people will never go to church because of even where the church is held. Before I go to my in a brow. Then my year year Christmas, a Christmas and a Palm Sunday. I saw no. And you may bring a Kai. The branch of a coconut. <laughs> when they weave it together, you see that they can do a, 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 a touch, um, a Christmas or some kind of a house like that. You put sticks there and brace them and then you put it all around like that. And you see that it's a nice church. Domestication. Do that church and invite your boss. <laughs> By the time he enters there, sees that that's where you are taking him, he will even be talking about safety issues. <laughs> when you go to work the next day, you have lost your job. I saw what they never saw who be kuno. It's a setup to kill him. And he can't trust you again. Church has become so expensive. That's why churches must be talking about money. Church must talk about money. Microphone, I don't. Do I make a microphone? <laughs> and people can give, some people can give more than others. But you watch what you have been giving for the past five weeks as an offering. Five weeks so. And see if it can buy one microphone. As an offering. 20 Ghana, 30 Ghana, 50 Ghana. Assuming you've been giving 50, 50, 50 for five weeks. That's 250 Ghana. Do you know how much a microphone is? And this thing is not there forever like God. It dies. You see that they will, they will be singing and the microphone will be doing this. <laughs> the diaphragm is gone. So when you say the music is nice, it's not only the voice, so So corporately, when we say we are going to build our auditorium, you will stretch financially, you will stretch. All of us will stretch. And the way we will stretch corporately is that you, the individual, must also do what? Stretch. And you keep writing the check until the building is over. And when it is over, we have the superstructure. You will still write more checks, prints. This guy is a quantity a QS guy. QS. Yeah. Roughly, what does it make to, what does it take to have a uh, the foundation for a six-classroom block, roughly, how much? Yeah, you see that a one Ghana city offering, one Ghana city offering, it will take us ten years to even do just a foundation. I'm preaching messages that pastors are afraid to preach, oh, but I'm preaching this morning. 
If you are a Christian and you will not stretch, Jesus stretched. He walked on ground. He, he sailed on water. He went to the cemetery to deliver people. If I went to cemetery to deliver somebody right now, they would say I'm an occult. Because deliverance, you know, it must not happen in a cemetery. But if the person to deliver is in the cemetery, he said, go to everywhere. Kai, I love the scripture. He said, go to every city and every place. I love it. I, I love it. It's in Luke chapter 10 verse 1. Luke, give me Luke chapter 10 verse 1. Nice part. And look at the place he said I should go. No, why I should go there? After these things, the Lord appointed other what? 70. And sent them two and two before his face. What, read this one with me. Into where? Every city and? Uh-huh. Whether he himself would have what? Come. Now say, the place he sent them to go no where the places he himself would have gone. And he said, go. I'm feeling it. So you need to have that corporate mind that we are stretching together. So if we are doing youth on fire and nothing stops you, you have to be there. Women on fire, women conference, you have to be there. It's part of the stretch. Stretch means I will distort your program for the kingdom agenda. Praise the Lord. Men umpuna yana misrunu. Men on fire. It will look like men on water. Because the youth will be ready to gather. The women will, will be ready to gather by the men. <laughs> sure. Jesus knew this all. That is why he intentionally went to places to pick disciples, pick men. You come because you know, if I allow you, you won't come. The women, they come by themselves. But men, men, oh, but I'm praying that in November, the men, they will, they will confuse all of us by coming in Jesus' name. <laughs> hey! It's powerful, power. You need a personal responsibility towards your own growth to stretch. Praise the Lord. Say personal responsibility. Personal desire. Say passion. Yeah, to stretch personally. When you stretch personally, it's easier for us to stretch corporately. So this is what we are trying to do corporately. But that means that on your own, you should be inviting people to church. You should be winning souls. One day, Rebecca was in her workplace, former workplace, and she was trying to witness to her brother that you have to come to my church. And he asked him, what is your church? And he said, Keep it. he said, it's also my church. He said, it's a lie. The lady said, it's a lie. He said, I sing that I've never seen you before. So the gentleman called me and said, look at what happened though. That's on her own. She was winning, this Tansy, winning soul in the hotel. As far as she's concerned, everyone is a candidate. So somebody like that, when she hears that we are doing a road evangelism, she will put her backpack and she's already in the mood. But you that doesn't bother, have not tried to stretch yourself to even win the next person sitting by you anywhere. When we say we are going out for evangelism, oh, oh, is it that the thing is renewing you? Is it that thing is troubling you?
Anything you see us trying to do corporately, eh? do it privately. Praise the Lord. Do it on a personal level. Whether Koro Koro goes or Koro doesn't go, our mission here is to save the world. And we will go and save the world even if we would die doing that. You need to know that we are not here for party. We are actually here to die for the sake of the gospel. May Corona never kill us. May we die doing the work of the ministry. There is honor in it. It's like you will have a state barrier in heaven. Yes. The Bible says Bible say that God takes pleasure. Yes. In receiving the soul of someone who worked for him. You can imagine the angels. This one that Paul bears in Ghana now. They do formation dance with coffin and all of that. You see that in heaven, no? There will be angels giving you God of honor. You can imagine when Bonky and Maurice Arillo died. When they, 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 from one end of heaven to another end, they say, hey, Akwaneba, Abofonoe, Umbra, Maurice, welcome. Maurice, welcome. Bonke, welcome. Bonke, welcome. Bonke. And you know that when Bonke was teach, preaching, preaching, winning many souls, Bonke had a particular sickness. He was, and he was healing everywhere by he himself. He used to, Bonke used to wear hearing aid. Yeah. And one of the commonest things that will happen in his crusades, as he's preaching, deaf ears are open by he himself. He said one day he was doing a crusade when one of the, the sound from the speaker entered his ear and just shut the ears. So he needs hearing aid to hear himself and to preach. Maurice Cerullo just fell ill. Something small died. These are powerful people. Healing people, they themselves are dying. But they, they know no stopping. That is stretching. That is what? Yes, Christianity is not to dress and come and do it like it's nice and preach and was my preaching nice? Yeah. It makes a nice video. If you show it on television, it will be nice. No, it's not nice. So that's not it. Praise the Lord. Yeah. We serve God with all these things, but we know why we are here. And the church should be the church. Take the lead in saving and leading society to Christ. Praise the Lord. And individually at your level, you must stretch. Whatever you are doing in the house of the Lord, you must stretch. If you are a church member, try and become a church worker. It's an upgrade. It's what? It's an upgrade. You know, in a political party, there are many supporters, but not many are card-bearing members. Just become a card-bearing member. Anybody can support. But to become a church worker is another level. Is what? It's another level. Some instructions we will not be able to give you until we reckon that you are a worker. You see how they are we are member. You know, we are come come Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. It's like front desk. It's like we are highly hospitable. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. <clears throat> you see that if you don't upgrade to become a church worker, there are some things we cannot do with you. And that means that your productivity will be low as far as the kingdom is concerned. Hello. Because as you are just a member, and we are very careful with you. But if you are a worker, We'll be careful and robust at the same time. Because we got work to do. And the work has to be done well. True or false? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, clap your hands. Let's bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's rise, please. Let's rise. Ancient word Ever true Changing me 
and changing you. We have come open up let the ancient words impart ancient words ever true changing me
one last time. Come on now. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Father, we thank you. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-116-168. Or 0277-532-360. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.